This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. I'd hate to go against a kneecap cannibal. And Chris Ello. Braden, stick to the teams you know about, yeah. will you? Come on. <laughs> Purple man. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, what's happening in San Diego? Hey, what's happening in San Diego? And welcome into Gwyn and Chris. The final day at the Baseball Winter Meetings 2022 down at the Manchester Grand Hyatt here in the Gas Lamp, San Diego, California. Chris Ello alongside... The host of this event, Tony Gwynn Jr. <laughs> He's been hosting all his best pals for the last two and a half days. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to kick the show off in style. Uh, Meredith uh, Morakovitz from the uh, Yes Network is supposed to join us here shortly. Of course, in the wake of the big news of the day, Tony, that Aaron Judge has uh, re-signed with the Bronx Bombers. $360 million. <laughs> That's just, it's laughable, and uh, amidst reports that the Padres may have actually offered even more than that yeah, to I mean, try to get Aaron Judge. I mean, according to reports, that's now two two guys that the Padres seemingly had to hire offer yeah. uh, only to uh, finish second. We assume second. We don't actually know that's right. the number that ended. But, yeah, Aaron Judge back to New York feels right in some ways, right? It feels like this was... Inevitable, right? Because when you when you get thrown big deals like that, and you're still taking your time, it always makes me feel like you really want to give the team an opportunity to match that. And it sounds like that's exactly what the Yankees did. And yeah, quite frankly, it's a big piece for them. Um, I know I thought I was asked if I thought they were still a playoff team, and I think I said yes in the moment. But as I thought about it, it'd be tough to to lose that kind of production, um, and yeah. not, not to mention. Aaron is he seems to fit that particular mark he, he, he just does he handles it well right he seems and like he should be a Yankee that, I mean I, I would have loved to seen him in a Padre uniform but he would have it seems like he would have felt felt a little out of sorts in a Padre uniform the other thing is is you spend 400 million dollars and he gets hurt which is something that happened has happened quite often in his career you can never predict stuff like that but it would have been quite the risk and uh you know, I guess the the best news of all is the fact that he went to the Yankees, not the Giants, right? So he doesn't come into the National that's, League that's, West. That's a win. And that's a win. And, uh, you know, the other part of this is if all these reports are true that the Padres were offering all this money, you know, <laughs> I mean, thank you, you know, for whoever, you know, uh, graced us with the presence of Peter Seidler. Yeah, no kidding. You know, here right? in San Diego. I mean, this guy is – already spent uh, beyond uh, any kind of amount of money that you could ever imagine from a uh, from a Padres owner, from a smaller market team. And yet, here are the Padres apparently right in the middle of the mixture for all of the biggest name free agents. There's still a few of them out there. Uh, Xander Bogart's among them. And you got to believe that no matter – I mean, if, if the Padres are truly in that deep on Aaron Judge – 
then nobody's off the table for the Padres. You can't look at any player and go, well, the Padres won't be in on that guy. Yes, they will be if they're interested. Well, that's and, that, and that's that's the thing that uh, it's got to make you feel good as a San Diego fan, even though in this particular case, uh, you know, he decided to stay home. There does seem to be uh, particular guys that the Padres have been interested in. Yeah, they're all good. Trey Turner, <laughs> uh, at least at least that have been given offers reportedly. Turner. Right. Judge, those are specific type of of players, right? Trey Turner is probably the most versatile of the shortstops that are out there. I mean, he's played some second base. He's played short. Um, and then, obviously, Judge, Judge could fill an outfield spot and a DH spot. So um, we did have uh, we did have A.J. Preller basic, I mean, pretty straightforward. As straightforward as you'll ever get, yeah. A.J. Preller say, we're, we're likely to make a move. If we make a move, it's likely to be – first base dh when he was here so i mean um it, it's unfortunate the the padres miss out on it but to your point um with that kind of money being thrown out there reportedly right that would seem that there you you can you can do a whole bunch of different things if you're if you're dealing in that, that kind of fun well i don't think anybody should be concerned at all anymore if all of this stuff was true that you know the padres would be able to afford you know extending juan soto if it comes around to that, you know, I mean, Juan Soto is going to command a huge paycheck in a couple of years. But, you know, obviously Peter Seidler's not going to back away from trying to, you know, extend Juan Soto. The Padres have talked about, yes, we're, we're very interested in signing, re-signing, and, and keeping Juan Soto long term. But this kind of action seems to back up the claim that uh, they would be doing whatever was necessary to try and keep him. Well, yeah. What, what, right? What, 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 we're talking Judge. No, I'm talking Soto. Oh. As far as, re, you know, uh, extending Soto, if the, the Padres were willing to pay this kind of money for Aaron Judge or Trey Turner, you would think that if they're interested in Juan Soto long-term, that they're going to make a very fair offer about well, it. Well, I think a couple different things come into play as it pertains to Soto. Uh, one, you get the sense that I think Juan doesn't want to rush into to something. He wants to make sure <laughs> that he's got all his ducks in a row first. Like, and I and I truly mean that in terms of comfort. I mean, this is a new city for him. I know yes. he was here for two months. It's not really a, 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 enough time to, to decide if you want to spend a, a lot longer here. But I think on the Padres side. They don't have to move yet. I mean, there's there's two years in between now right. and the time that he actually becomes a free agent. And I'm not saying you you run it up to a free agent, but you got time to kind of let this kind of play itself out. Um, and, and listen, as you said, though, they clearly have the loot to do it. Yeah, that's the good news. And, and, and look, in any free agent, you know, uh, marriage, as it were, the the team has to be interested in the player player also has to be interested in that particular situation and so you know as far as Juan Soto's concerned as you said Tony he's gonna he's gonna take in all of the information he can over the next couple of years and uh, you know then when it comes down to it he'll make a decision but I think that the Padres are going to have a very fair offer on the table a uh, couple of other notes today from the baseball winter meetings Wilson Contreras uh, the catcher that I kept uh, crying about and I knew I, I don't was, know that you were crying. Yeah, crying's a bad word. I, I was uh, I was hopeful that maybe the Padres would go in that direction, but the Padres never seemed like they were really actually headed in that direction. And now they don't have to be because Contreras apparently is going to go to St. Louis, where he will uh, replace Yadier Molina there That's with a, the with the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, you know, they just pick right up from a Hall of Fame catcher to you know one of the best in the game. I, I'll say this on its surface, it seems like a, a really, really fantastic move, right? I mean, you're getting if one of, if not the premier catcher in all of baseball um, to a team that was pretty good last year. I pretty mean, good. they got they got dumped in that 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 uh, postseason. Yeah. But now you're adding the likes of Contreras to an already pretty um, tough lineup. Uh, with with Arenado and Goldschmidt, uh, but I will say this: having been in the league a little bit and having been around the Cardinal way, right. not everybody makes the adjustment to fit into the Cardinal way. Huh? And, and, and so we'll see, you know, how how it goes. But certainly on the surface of it, uh, this is a this is a dynamite move 
for in a division that, let's be honest, is pretty lackluster, right? The Brewers are the next best team in that division, and they're losing pieces as we speak. Here come the Pirates, Tony. <laughs> Here come the Pirates. They signed Carlos Santana. They signed Vince Velasquez. I mean, look out. No, you're right. The uh, The National League Central's there for the taking, and the, and the Cardinals could dominate that division for quite some time with Contreras added to that ball club. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's kind of the news of the day so far, Padres. You know, everybody said, well, the Padres haven't done anything at the winter meetings. Maybe not in the last two and a half days they haven't officially done anything. But, you know, let's be clear. The Padres have done some things here this offseason, most notably re-upping with Nick Martinez and re-upping with uh, Robert Suarez, two huge bullpen pieces that are going to be staying in San Diego. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but once the winter meetings are over, it doesn't mean you can't go out and sign somebody. Oh, so quite there the are still quite a few big names out there that I'm, the Padres are going to be looking at. A, a lot of times the parameters are, are set uh, at this place, and a deal will come thereafter. So, yeah, absolutely not. Uh, does it mean because there's nothing done today that that will continue to be uh, like there's no more opportunity, basically, that, that you'll be able to sign anybody? So uh, I, I, I fully expect there to be plenty of flurry of moves, actually, after this thing ends. All right. Uh, there is some other uh, local news to discuss, uh, and, and, and all of the details are still coming in on this. But uh, for those who recall the situation uh, surrounding the former San Diego State punter, Matt Ariza, who was uh, selected by the Buffalo Bills and uh, and then was uh, unceremoniously dumped from the Buffalo Bills after there were reports of him being involved in an off-campus or, or near-campus uh, situation with a young lady, uh, the prosecutors in San Diego just recently here in the last, uh, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes have come out and said that no charges are going to be filed against Matt Ariza. Uh, I, I don't want to say anything further on that other than good for Matt Ariza, if that's the case. Uh, you know, obviously this has played out in the, uh, in, the, in the justice system. They don't feel like they have enough to charge him with a crime. And, uh, you know, obviously this is still going to be attached to the name of Matt Ariza, unfortunately. Uh, and, and maybe the fact that no charges are being filed doesn't necessarily 100% clear him in everybody's mind either. Uh, I think it's up to everybody to decide, but that is the latest on yeah, that. From, from, a, a, from a criminal standpoint, it right. certainly clears him. Yes, uh, it does. But civil, that's that's a whole that's nother, another that's matter. That's a whole another matter. But that's another matter. That's, and, that's the news. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, you hope that um, it's, you know, although this will probably follow Matt yeah. Ariza for, for quite some time, uh, you hope that the university can kind of, you know, move beyond this at this point because, right. you know, had, had this not been the case today, it could have, it would have been, it would have been. Kind of dragged San Diego State's name back into the mud a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Tony. Uh, so. Uh, that is the latest. As we get a little more information, we'll be able to pass some more on to you. But that just came down uh, just a little bit ago. All right. Uh, yesterday's show was unbelievable. Uh, we had uh, A.J. Preller on. We had LeBron, LeBron James. Well, man, why did, did, I, think did I miss that one? Why did I? Yeah, we had LeBron James. Where were you, Tony? How did you? How did, man, he how did he miss he that, got, he, got, he got here from Cleveland that fast. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. It was, yeah. uh, it was me and Sammy Lev who yeah. did that interview. And, and then he looked at me and he said, hey, you're the guy who had this tiny. The shirt, the back short in, shirt, back like five years ago, <laughs> and the guy that always badmouths me. I never oh, have badmouthed him right. in my life. You, you badmouth. That's how I know I wasn't here because I was shown up snitched on. Scraby, you. Ma <laughs> Scraby badmouths all superstars. He doesn't like superstars. He doesn't. He's not a superstar guy. He no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. And I'm more so, of like the he's third like the string. He's like the twelfth man guy. Yeah, the guys you can <laughs> guys you can identify with. Scraby, yes, I understand exactly. Exactly. Understand and that so totally. can you, Chris, and so can you. I identify more with maybe the fifth guy on the team. Fifth not, guy. not the thirteenth guy on the team. Uh, yes, no. We had AJ Preller. We had Bruce Bochy. We had uh, we had Fred McGriff, the Hall of Famer, on the program. By the way, got several uh, journalists dropped by us. So it was a great show yesterday, and hopefully we'll have more of the same I, today. I got to say, I got a, there was a lot of compliments about the Fred McGriff. People really Good. really enjoyed that interview, and Chris brought up a great point. It was the perfect time to get him for an interview, too. I yeah. Mean, he was he was not even a full 24 hours into finding out 
he was that a he was a Hall of Famer. So he would have been happy to visit with anybody. <laughs> he really would have. He it just really so happened have. to be that it was with us. So yeah, that was a lot of fun yesterday. Oh, here's so. a here's a little quick note, Padre note. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Padre selected left-handed pitcher Jose Lopez from the Triple A roster of the Tampa Bay Rays in the major league phase of the 2022 Rule Five Draft. You know what? That little note right there just got dismissed by pretty much everybody who heard it. But revisit that when we no get to spring training. No I bet you the Padres have a lefty coming out of the bullpen named Jose Lopez who's going to be surprisingly pretty good. Yeah. And people are going to be going, wait, where'd we get this guy? So uh, hopefully that'll be a, a, a key piece to the puzzle down the road for the for the Friars. All right, we are underway. Uh, just kind of keep it there. We'll keep it. We'll keep it here, and uh, see where the show takes us today. We have a lot of regular segments coming up on the show later on, including a Padres pen pals. In the wake of all of the baseball goings on this week at the winter meetings, Scraby is planning a Chris versus the fans segment today. In the 4 o'clock hour. I forgot hour. to delete that from the... Oh, uh, did you yes, plan on deleting yeah. that? Yes, I did. All right, I how did. about the big five? Did you plan on deleting no, that, that as no, well? No, 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 I have that one. That one's, that one's uh, I solid. See. All solid. right. Well we'll, uh, well, we'll just, like I said, just sit back, sit tight. We'll uh, bring you the guests as they come as uh, we continue baseball winter meetings. Gwen and Chris, San Diego's number one sports talk station. Welcome to the program on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 15% better on average compared to other. Other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The clock, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Gwynn and Chris a little bit going on here at the winter meetings, specifically today. I mean, everybody's we, been waiting for this. They have. I mean, so much so that yesterday there was a, a bad report that, that came out that we broke and then had to reel back in thereafter. And joining us to talk about this big news today, uh, Meredith Morakovic joins us here. Yes, Network. Meredith, Meredith, thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us some time. 
Of course, of course. Guys, there's Yankees news. There's been Yankees news <laughs> over the last 24 hours. It's the first time hearing of this. This so is very it. rare, right, for the Yankees to be spending any money in free agency. Uh, no, but they, so. they spent well. Uh, Aaron yeah, Judge so. re-ups, comes back home to New York. I got to ask you, Meredith, you, you've, you've covered him since he's he's been in the big leagues. Was there a doubt that he was going to leave in your mind? Look, I think when you hit free agency, there's always a doubt. I, I go back to the Freddie Freeman situation. Uh, I yeah. didn't think there was any way he was leaving Atlanta. He said he didn't want to leave Atlanta. At the end of the day, he wound up a Los Angeles Dodger, right? Yeah. So I, I think there's always a possibility that somebody might leave, somebody might blow him totally out of the water where the Yankees just won't match it at that point. But it was very clear from the beginning of this offseason, the Yankees wanted him back and they wanted him back badly. That's why Hal Steinbrenner got involved very early. The offseason just ended. They could start talking to free agents. And Hal made sure that he developed a rapport with Judge, not only over the years, but really this offseason. He wanted to have conversations, just the two of them yeah. individually, which not all owners no. do that. And there was that dialogue between the two of them. And then when that false report that you mentioned came out and you saw, okay, going to the San Francisco Giants, there was also the uh, the Time article that came out earlier in the day yeah, and yeah. some other things were trickling out along. And you're thinking, man, this, this is happen- real. Like, this is, this <laughs> is happening. Like, this is what's going on. Who knows what happened in those negotiations and in the talks. Right. Um, but then slowly you thought maybe, may- maybe – they would still be able to get that job done. And Aaron Boone actually made a phone call last night to Aaron Judge and said, hey, where are you at right now? You know we want you back. Little these check are some of the See, there's some of the reasons why you want to be a Yankee for life. Just kind of reminding him of a lot of the stuff that he already knows. And uh, Aaron Boone went to bed not knowing. Not knowing whether or not hmm. that helped, that hurt, <laughs> where he was going. Uh, but he woke up, you know, about 5 this morning and saw what we all saw. Aaron Judge is returning. And one thing that Boone said to Judge was just make sure you talk to Hal one last time Mm. before you make your decision. And and he had that conversation, and Hal came up in a big way. Give the Steinbrenner family credit for – 360, that's a big number. That's not cheap. I know it's the New York Yankees, but that's not cheap, right? That's not cheap. That was their guy. They wanted him. They got him uh, pending a physical, of course. Right, (laughs) right. Meredith, uh, I don't know if it's it can be categorized, but how how much of a blow would it have been to the Yankees, Yankee Yankee fans, had Aaron Judge left the Big Apple, especially with really nobody in sight to replace something like that? Look, I, I just keep racking my brain and thinking like, where would they have pivoted had Aaron Judge signed with another team? And I just don't know what direction they would have gone in because yeah. there isn't a lot on the table available right now that would have been the shock and awe that the Yankees right. would need to provide to essentially make up for the loss of Aaron Judge. You know, and at the end of the day, it's Judge's decision. Finance yeah. is obviously a huge part of it, so they don't have complete control as to whether or not they come back. And, you know, I saw Brian Cashman spoke to him for our Yes Network show, and it looked like he hadn't slept for four days. <laughs> I, bet. I mean, I bet. The, the, man, the man has been through it with the false reports and all of that. They, they thought they were in for you know a very long time but uh it it has been a roller coaster of at least 24 hours for them and Aaron Judge plays it so tight to the vest that really no one knew exactly uh what he was thinking throughout the process but yeah I don't know how you replace that especially coming off a year a historic year where he hits 62 home runs he's the new AL you know home run leader sells tickets people want to watch him play kids are wearing 99 jerseys that's the jersey they want to buy so to have seen that slipped away would have been sad meredith morakovich joins us here on gwen and chris and uh meredith i've i've watched aaron since he come up he's come up to the big leagues and not everybody is cut out to play in new york under those bright lights that big stage what makes him the ideal yankee Well, he's handled everything well. He's handled the accolades. He's handled the criticism. He's handled even at the end of the season, unfortunately, there were a couple of boos. And he gets it. He understands in New York the demands are different. Yeah. And the expectations are different. Whether it's right or wrong, you know, that is the way it is. And I think he's a guy that thrives off of the bright lights, the pressure. He likes being the guy. He's a great teammate in that clubhouse. Uh, and obviously we know how talented he is 
uh, on the field. And I, I think, you know, you look at the offense, you look at the offense, you look at the offense, you can't ignore that. But people sometimes forget just how good of a defender yeah, he, is he is out there in right field and how athletic he is, how well he moves. And he has a rocket for an arm. So um, he, he's just handled it all with grace since day one. I remember when he came up, he and Tyler Austin had back-to-back -back home runs. Uh, never, you know, every time I would talk to him on the field, it almost became a running joke that first season. Are you ever going to talk about yourself? And it was like, <laughs> no. Like, literally, he's just not going to. Yeah, Even last awesome. year as he's chasing this, you, you could tell that that part of it he maybe doesn't love, but he is. He loves talking about his teammates. And, and, and I think fans like that and embrace that, and he's been accountable. He's, he's a guy that will talk after a win and after a loss. Yeah. You mentioned the Steinbrenner name, and I go back all the way to George's days and, uh, you know, kind of the rocky relationship that the Yankees had with the rest of baseball. Obviously, the Yankee fans are going to stick up for, for the evil empire, I think they were called back then. Uh, take us through a little bit what it's like now with, this, with Hal Steinbrenner and the relationship the Yankees have with baseball as opposed to where it used to be when when George was captaining the ship? I think fans are very quick to say, oh, George would have never done this. George would have done <laughs> this differently. But yeah. I think we also have to remember the game is much different is. now, and we're in a much different place as far as the financials of the game right now as opposed to when George Steinbrenner was running the team, especially early on. And there are way more teams that are capable of going out there and getting these big-ticket free agents. We saw that with the offer from San Diego. We offer the reported offers from San Diego and the Giants. Yeah. You know, it's not just the Yankees anymore that can go out and pay for players. So there are so many more involved. And we also saw, you know, those dynasty teams. There's a lot of homegrown talent in those. You, you have to have the homegrown talent and then support it with some other big ticket items along the way to push you over the edge. So um, I think with how sometimes people or fans have this preconceived notion that they don't spend money. They spend an awful lot of money and they have shown every year that there is a financial commitment. There is the desire to get better and to win a World Series, but because it hasn't happened since 2009, I think fans get frustrated and they think maybe some of those things aren't there. But when I sat down with Hal very early into this offseason, this man cares an awful lot. Yeah. You know, he, you he wants to win. He has the fire. Yeah. He's maybe just not as boisterous as his father uh, maybe once was at times. He's not the guy that's, you know, going to be calling all the reporters and wants to be in the spotlight all the time. But, you know, he's, he's, getting, he's trying to get the job done just like his dad. Did. You bring up such a good point because the landscape is so much different. It so really many is. more teams mm -hmm. can, can have their hand in the pot and, and, and really be in this big pool of players. Do you think the Yankees are done? No. I mean, this is a this is a ton of money they just spent. Do you, do you think they've got more moves to make? Yeah, I don't think they're done. I don't think they're done, and I think they're very excited about the part that they're likely not done. And I, I think one of the biggest reasons why is you look at the Astros. They have not yeah. been able to get over that hump. And I look at the stretching for the Yankees right now. Uh, you have Garrett Cole, Luis Severino, Nestor Cortez, uh, Frankie Muntas. You look at that rotation. You also have Domingo Herman. Where is he going to fit? You have young guys like Clark Schmidt. And you say, okay, they, they probably – have, have enough if everyone's healthy, but you know throughout the course of a baseball yeah, season, you, you need more than five starters, right? Um, and if you can bring in another arm to fortify that, we, we saw with good pitching, like the Astros, just how dominant you can be in a postseason. And Yankees had hits to their bullpen last year, especially in the postseason. Yeah. Their starting rotation suffered a, a little bit. They did not get out of Frankie Montas what they thought they were going to get out of him. There was... Uh, you know, in retrospect, probably not as healthy yeah. throughout that second half as, as he thought he was or wanted to be. Um, so I think you look at that area as a potential area of need if they can get something done. And then they also need a left fielder right now. Uh, Aaron Hicks had an injury at the end of the season. He still has years on his deal. You wonder what's going to happen with that contract. But Andrew Benintendi was a nice fit. I think he's a guy that the Yankees like very much. They've spoken a lot about trying to, as a team, cut down on the strikeouts in that Astros series. There were so, so, oh, so yeah. many. It was home runner strikeout. Yeah. It was it was tough to watch at times. They want guys that are going to put the ball in play, not just home run guys they have a lot of those guys already right. you know so they're, they're looking for speed they're looking for guys to put the ball in play 
Meredith Morakovic from the Yes Network. Das, last thing real quick, Meredith, and thank you for your time. Uh, the Padres and the Yankees basically finished up the same last year. They both lost the league championship series. But I just get the feeling, in, like you touched on a little bit, but in San Diego we're pretty excited about what the Padres were able to accomplish this year. And, you know, on to the future and let's take the next step. As far as Yankee fans, you touched on a little bit. Is getting to the championship series pleasing to anybody in New York? No. <laughs> no. See? And, and you know, it, it, it's tough because the expectation is, and the expectation has been set, World Series yeah. or bus. Or bus. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, this is a team that won 99 games. Yeah, the it wasn't that bad. The season, they were rolling. And then, like any team, they suffered some injuries and some adversity. And there were times in that second half where, by the way, Aaron Judge had a leadoff because they didn't have a leadoff right, leader. Right, right. I mean, he's leading off. You look at one through nine in that lineup with the exception of Judge, and you're like, what? what is happening? There was no Rizzo. There was no Stanton. DJ LeMahieu was banged up, dealing with that foot issue. Uh, and you're like, what, what are we doing here? So, I, I mean, yeah, it's a – it's a high expectation, but I think the guys that thrive in New York love that expectation, and they need to find a way to uh, to get back to the promised land, I guess you could say. Because if not, the fan base is not happy, no. and they've been disgruntled yeah. for, for quite some time the, now. They'll make it known. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Mm-hmm. Meredith, thank you for your time. I know you'll be here until the tumbleweeds start rolling <laughs> know, through right? here before you head out. <laughs> thank you for your time again. Of Thanks, course. Meredith. Of course. Meredith Morakovitz joined us there on Gwen and Chris, and uh, – these winter meetings are starting to come to an end. Um, so, you know, it, it may not be any more deals to be made, but there certainly has been framework put in, and I'm sure there will be a, a flurry of moves thereafter. She right? brought up an interesting point about going back to when I was a kid and Steinbrenner used to rule the world and the Yankees ruled baseball, that any free agent that became available, not only were the Yankees the one team that was interested, but the player only well, had it, the Yankees it, to it, go 100%. to. 100%. That was really their only option was to, you know, I was a big-name superstar. I want millions of dollars. I better call Steinbrenner right? because that's the only team that was paying for him Lots of teams handed out millions of dollars nowadays. nowadays. Yeah, there's a lot of options. All right, uh, let's get to breaks. Gravy's giving me the break sign. We've got a Padres pin pal on the way. We haven't did one in a while. I think we usually call it PPP. That's right. On the way, more Gwen and Chris. Welcome back to the program, Chris Ello and uh, Tony Gwynn. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Otherwise known as the mayor of the 2022 baseball winter meetings, he's out uh, shaking hands with everybody, running for office again. 
Uh, welcome back to the show. Matt Scraby alongside as well. We're down at the Manchester Grand Hyatt, the final day of the 2022 baseball winter meetings. And, of course, uh, the biggest uh, the biggest attraction of all, Aaron Judge, fell today. Uh, he'll be staying uh, with the Yankees uh, despite reported offers from the Padres that may have actually been in excess of what Judge signed back with the Yankees, but uh, very good to have uh, Meredith Morakovitz from the uh, Yes Network with we some all kind in, of good insight, fun stories about Aaron Boone calling Aaron Judge last night. Got to protect that investment. A, I mean, Aaron a, Boone's not a, a dummy. Move right there. Yeah, Aaron Boone's not a dummy. I mean, he's he's the manager of the Yankees because, in part, Aaron Judge hits home runs for him. You know, he yeah. wants to stay manager of the Yankees. He also knows his guys are a bunch of savages, too. So, oh, you know, yeah. that's, a, that's another yeah, big yes, part. Yes, Aaron yes. Boone's always <laughs> going to be known for that, isn't he? He's going to be known for I that I mean, that's, that's a boss move, though. I mean, and you know what? It's the right move. Like, if, you, Absolutely. if you're trying to, trying to keep a guy, and the thing you want to do is remind him how much he's wanted there, right? Yeah. And, and you get a, a late-night call from, from your manager, just yeah. say, hey, man, just checking in. Do me a favor. And he's not calling to make sure no. you're missing curfew. No, no, not at all. He, he's, he's calling to say, hey, listen, Yeah. before you make the decision, just make sure you reach out to boss man before. One more time. One more time. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that is how ideally I, I would think. I haven't been in that situation any time, but <laughs> I would think that that goes a long way in reminding you how much you enjoy and why you like being a Yankee in this case. That was a solid move by Aaron Boone. And, I mean, obviously the Yankees do have a lot to sell. Uh, beyond just uh, the current Yankee tradition. I mean, there is such an amazing tradition that Aaron Judge is always going to be a part of now that he's the home run champion. But you stay in New York, legends can be made there. They can be made elsewhere, but they can be made, it seems, even more so there at Yankee Stadium. 97.3, the fans' uh, coverage of the baseball winter meetings is presented by Petter Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Poway. Nobody does it better than Petter of Poway. All right, uh, Scraby has a little Padre pen pal. People evidently have some questions for oh, yes. the host of the program in oh, the wake yes. of the baseball winter meeting. So let us get to well, one of our, uh, our favorite little segments right now. It's time to ask the experts, Padres fans. I was hoping maybe you can bring a little insight into it. Write us, tweet us, Facebook us. Send a carrier pigeon for Chris. He thinks they're cute. Padres Pen Pals begins. Hurt the Pelota big time. Now on 97.3 The Fan. I miss that hurt the Pelota big time. We don't hear that enough. I miss that, but I don't miss the uh, send a carrier pigeon for Chris (laughs) (laughs) jab. (laughs) Because you think they're cute. (laughs) I put that in there. I mean, I feel I feel old to begin with, and then you put that in there. Yeah, those were the days when I made that. It was probably uh, four years ago. You know, those were also the days where Scraby was like looking to take shots anywhere he could. Anywhere, yeah, anywhere. And uh, and what has happened to those days? Have they, have they that, gone? No, no, they're still here. Oh, okay. They're definitely still sure. here. I take smarter shots. I take smarter shots. That's what I do. Is that what you, you, that go what ahead you think? think that. Yes. Uh, Chris, you go ahead and think that. Yeah. All right, Maddie. Let's get to our first pen pal. And the first pen pal is going to be Ed. And Ed is saying this to you guys. And what does Ed say? What, what is today, Wednesday? Chris, you're going first. Okay. Wait, wait the day depend on what day yes. is it? Yes. <laughs> what, what day is it? Because, oh, Chris, it's Wednesday. Chris, you're no, going first. No, 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 because Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Chris is the 2 p.m. leader, so I always put the oh. 2 p.m. leader first, so I know oh, to Oh, I see the method of madness So here. now I've given away my secret in this very difficult it's, decision it's, time. It's pure foolery anyway. Foolery. All right, Chris, you're up first. Ed says this. I am new to Twitter, and I am new to being so into Padres baseball. I'm trying to learn, and I do learn from your station, but I get conflicting feelings. The Padres didn't sign any of the big-name players this week, and it seems to have some people in a panic. Chris, does that tell you anything about how other players feel about the Padres? The fact that nobody is signed with the Padres Even yet? though they're shelling out more money than oh, other In teams. the case of Trey Turner and Aaron Judge, uh, the reports say yes. the Padres uh, shelled out. No, I don't think so. Uh, each, each case is, is a separate situation. I mean, Aaron Judge, like I said, he can be a he can be a legend in New York City, and uh, I, I think you know for Aaron Judge, that's just the proper fit for Trey Turner. We talked about him, you know, liking the East Coast. So uh, if he wanted to 
you know, be in Philadelphia likes that situation better. I don't think it's a – no, I don't think there's any – I would feel that way a little bit about the Padres if we didn't already have Manny Machado, if we didn't already have Juan Soto, you Dar- – you know, I mean, we've got so many star players now in San Diego that it's pretty obvious that the, this has become a destination place for players. And, you know, just the fact that the Padres are right there in the mix for all these big-name players, uh, that's a positive thing. I mean, you're, you're not going to win them all, but it's nice to go to the dance. And the Padres are there, uh, you know, out there on the floor doing their best thing. So, no, I don't take it personally. I think San Diego is still a destination place for players, and I think you'll still see that. Perhaps maybe not by the end of today, but there's plenty of more free agents still out there. Tony, uh, let me ask that question one more time. Why don't you go ahead? Does that tell you anything about how other players feel about the Padres? Uh, no, there's so many, I guess, logistics that go. There, there's so many things that go into a decision like this. Um, taxes, that goes into it. Uh, do you want to live in a place? Now, obviously, San Diego's going to always have the leg up when it comes to weather. Right. But that may not be the most important thing to somebody. Uh it is to me, but probably not but to not Aaron to Judge. But, and, and listen, the other thing is is comfort, right? If if Aaron Judge would have come up as a Padre and it was the Padres in this position in terms of the Yankees instead of the Yankees, he would probably be more likely to want to go back to where he started versus, you know, checking to see what's out there that he's never experienced before. So there are so many things that play into it. I think it has zero to do with – San Diego or the organization itself. In this case, you had, well, reportedly, Trey Turner, who it was is a is born in Florida. His wife is from New Jersey. He signs with Philly. Makes sense to me. And it was for a, a boatload of cash, right? Yeah, it's and, not like he took a lot less, <laughs> less money. Right. And then in, in Judge's case, I think familiarity, you know, it played a played a big part in this one when it was all said and done because he had the opportunity to come back home. But, again, it's a it's a new beginning that maybe he, he wasn't interested in. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco had to be an allure for Aaron Judge just because he's from the Bay Area. Well, went to Fresno State, right? right and right. he's from up there. So, you know, that had to be an allure too. But I, I think he's just, as Tony said, I think he's just comfortable being where he's at and returning to where he feels feels best. Just think of uh, 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 Tony Gwynn. I mean, he, he had opportunity to, to go anywhere. But his comfort was here. This is where he wanted to be. What was the one team that, uh, of all others, that your dad could have been, like it was closest? Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland was the closest. I can't imagine. And I, yeah, can't I, even I told, imagine I told it for that, a minute. I've told that story a couple times. I think times. I remember I begged it, yeah. him at, at 17 to, to do it because I wanted him to win a, a World Series. Yeah. And that wasn't going to happen here at that time. And uh, he, he saw the bigger picture. There you go. To our next pen pal. My friends Wait and I... Wait a second. Let the writing play I'm out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I you, forgot the, the favorite part. The, the, the pin pad hasn't even been finished yet. Maddie's doing an excellent job back there. Don't step on her fine work. I, I don't... I, you know, I created the bed. Maddie... Never mind. Look Maddie is you. doing look, fine work. Look at him. Maddie patting, is doing himself, fine work. patting himself on the back when you're trying to compliment uh, somebody else. Yes. By the way, I want to thank Ed for his submission. Now I would like to thank Sinclair, Sinclair for his submission. And is it rude, guys, that I, when Sinclair wrote in, I said, first thing I think about when I hear about the name Sinclair is that Dinosaurs TV show from back in the day, the Sinclair family. Yeah, you know weird. what I'm talking about? No, you know I thought of Sinclair. Lab? I wait, thought wait, of Sinclair, Sinclair thinking? paints. Oh, I was thinking the Sinclair like the, 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 the gas. The, no, like the company, like the media company, Sinclair. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I, you guys have never seen that show. The, the little I have baby no goes, idea the little baby what dinosaur. You, I didn't know who. Uh, who was it? Uh, Heckle and Jekyll. and Jekyll were until yesterday. What, okay, I'm showing. Uh, there are people out there, but I'm showing you a picture of the dinosaur guy. Never seen it. Oh, the, I've seen the it. The little baby goes. I've not the, the mama. I've seen that. <laughs> never okay. seen it. All right. I'm sorry. It took us way off track, Sinclair. It would have been a lot better if this guy who wrote in's name was Heckle or Jekyll. <laughs> I know, right? But gosh. You should have seen my Twitter DMs last night. Heckle and Jekyll stories all over the place. There you go. My friends and I are debating one thing a lot lately. We aren't talking about Toddy getting traded because none of us want to see that happen. It surprised me the Padres were rumored to be in on Trey Turner. Can I I say something about this? By the way, everybody, they can't trade trade Tatis. He has got no trade. Yes. Yes. But he could waive it. Again, 
they'll have to get permission to trade I know. him in. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah, Sinclair wants to point that out as well because he is. Uh, so he said it surprises him. The Padres were rumored to be in on Trey Turner as much as offering them a big contract. Uh, I think this means the team doesn't really have faith with Fernando at the shortstop position. Tony, does this tell you that? No. Trying to bring in a shortstop. I mean, I guess it could. But as we said yesterday, I think AJ is more about the, the, the talent. The one thing they say about shortstops and the reason why you look up and down the draft, right, you don't often see left fielder or you, you see shortstops, you see center fielders, you see starting pitchers, and you see relievers, right? And that's because the shortstop, generally center fielder, generally are the most athletic people on the field. Yeah. They can make the change to other positions. Trevor Hoffman was once a shortstop. He became a pitcher. I mean, we see that often. And I think the idea isn't necessarily that they're completely done with Tatis at short. And maybe they are, maybe they are. Uh, but I think the idea is to have the most talent you can and kind of figure it out from that point on. Chris. Yes. Do you think that because they're in on shortstops, it's telling you they don't like Fernando at the shortstop position? It's not telling me they don't like Fernando at the shortstop position. It's telling me that they might be or very well uh, could be prepared to move on from Fernando at the shortstop position. Yes. doesn't mean they didn't like him. But, I mean, if you're going to sign somebody like Xander Bogarts, which is still you know a, a possibility – you know, everything we've heard, Scott Boros told the Padres, Xander Bogarts isn't planning on moving positions. So if he's going to come in and they do sign him to play shortstop, you've only got one choice left, and that's to move Fernando to the outfield. And, you know, it's interesting that sometimes accident becomes design, mm. you know, mm. right? He was originally moved to the outfield because of, you know, they were trying to protect his injury. They didn't really – foresee him as an outfielder but maybe the you know that kind of got the ball rolling in everybody's mind that you know we can get another shortstop and move him to the outfield so and, and I don't think I don't think Fernando's in as much situation no, now so to argue it as he might have been a year and a half I ago I would agree right before he got hurt <laughs> before the other thing so yeah. I think the you uh, know, you know he, that thing we talk about the equity built up I think mm. yes that's been used up he lost point. a lot he of his equity a bit. so yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be easier, you know, if that ends up being the case, to ask Fernando to move elsewhere. But, no, I don't think they ever felt he couldn't play shortstop. That they, I don't think. Yes, yes. Thank you, Sinclair. All right. I mean, let's, be, let's, let's just put it this way. Let's say they sign Xander Bogarts. They move Fernando. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The pencil's writing. Yeah, well, interrupt the pencil <laughs> for a second because this question isn't over. Good point. I moved on. If Fernando's playing though. the outfield, Xander Bogarts gets hurt, there'd be nothing wrong with moving Fernando right back in to play shortstop. Right. Good point, Chris. I'm very glad that you brought that up, and I'm being serious. I, you know what? I am, too. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. It feels like there's, there's, there's a little bit of... <laughs> Chris is punching his fist. <laughs> like, like we're in the 60s, and he's about to beat me up. We're going to go to Fist City here pretty quick. <laughs> Tony just spit up his coffee. Fist City. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't continue. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Sinclair. Are you all right, man? <laughs> that was really funny. Jose. Jose Fist City. Next. I might use that. I'm still, my lungs are still recovering yeah, I can from tell. this COVID I can tell. thing. Um, all right. Jose says, I'm kind of happy and sad at the same time the Padres didn't land any of the big fish. It would have been nice to see Arson Judge <laughs> come to town. <laughs> But I really want the Padres to give the money to Soto. Arson. Jose, or Jose, Chris, when do you think the Padres need to lock up Juan Soto long-term? Well, I mean, uh, within the next year and a half, probably, yeah. would be about right. I mean, as we talked about that a little bit earlier in the show, Juan Soto, I don't think, is ready to be locked up. So I think you have to wait till he's ready. And I, I think there's a big year for Juan in San Diego. I do and too. a big year for San Diego with Juan Soto. And you know, I, I, I don't think he got all of the answers to all of his San Diego questions in the short time he was here. So, you know, this year's going to be a big deal. Hopefully he'll come back, have a huge year, you know, the way he's capable of, and he'll fall in love with San Diego. Then it, you know, should be rather fait accompli that they get it done the year after that. Tony, do you? Uh, when do you think the Padres need to lock up Juan Soto long term? I agree with everything Chris said, about a year and a half. Or... When Juan is ready, if Juan comes to the spring training in, in February, he's like, hey, 
I'm ready to do this. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> then you might want to. It it Sorry, Juan. We're going to wait a year and a half. <laughs> Chris Ello said so. It's time. It's time. Or, or, or I mean, because the, the alternative is, let's say that scenario is true, or it happens, and he comes to uh, spring training and he's ready to go, and Padres is like, ah, oh, we want to wait this out. You run the risk of him getting back to the levels that he was, and maybe even more. And guess what? The price gets a little bit steeper. Mm. So, yes, it as, does. first of all, it's not going to matter. The price is going to be steep regardless. But, yeah, I think it, when he's ready or when uh, or in that year-and-a-half time frame. All right. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Sinclair. And thank you, Ed, for our Padres Pen Pals oh, arson submissions. Judge, huh? Arson Judge. Seen the t- you seen the, t- the T-shirts about that? Yes, I have. Yes. Uh, they're really funny stuff. I thought about buying one. All right. I can't. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to go to break. I think AJ Casavell is coming by. I That's never got confirmation, okay. but he, might he be said let's do by. it. So, you know, hopefully that means he's coming at 3. All right, we'll be back here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 